There is nothing quite like unparalleled beauty. And too often in today's world, we have a hard time stopping to notice and appreciate the beauty that's all around us all of the time. I guess that is the price that we pay, especially as adults for busy lives spent trying to take care of our families and attempting to make our mark on the world. But if we're able, there is reason to pause. There is reason to look all around at the beauty of our world. And no matter the part of the world one lives in, the world is a beautiful place. Whether it's a sunset off the coast of Oahu, the canopy reaching to the heavens in the rainforest, the rolling plains of the Midwest, the rolling dunes of the Sahara, to the arid desert landscapes of places like Idaho and Wyoming, there are glimpses of beauty all around us painted by God's paintbrush. I like to believe that I am creative, and I am definitely surrounded by creative people. But with all the collective creativity, I couldn't even come close to creating the magnificent natural wonders that we too often neglect to see. Sometimes, when we are looking for something and just can't for the life of us find it, and then someone comes along and spots it right away, they often say, if it were a snake, it would have bitten you. That same sentiment applies to nature's wonders, along with the beauty of natural wonders. Many also have a semblance of intrigue. There are eerie mysteries that add to the amazement of these natural wonders. Most of these mysteries remain unsolved and are seen with inexplicable awe. Our hometowns are not immune to these types of mysteries, and if you dig hard enough, you will discover these mysteries in your own backyard. Growing up in Cody, Wyoming, I was extremely fortunate to have natural beauty and wonders all around me every day of my life. And yes, even though my mother is the first and most important natural beauty, I do mean more wonders than her. I lived much of my childhood just outside of Cody's city limits in the thrall of the beautiful and picturesque Heart Mountain. On any given day, I could walk outside and see myself surrounded by monoliths that make up the Bighorn Basin. If I looked north, I would see Heart Mountain, to the east, the McCullough Peaks, to the south, Carter Mountain, and to the west, Cedar and Rattlestake Mountains. I suppose taking these monolithic wonders for granted is something easier to do when you see them every day of your life. You never quite realize what is in your own backyard until you see people coming from far and wide staring in awe beneath the shadows of these ancient giants. I have been fortunate in my life to be able to travel, and in the United States, I haven't seen mountains as large or picturesque as those around me in all my life. In fact, on our trip to Arkansas some years back, where my youngest daughter was born, I was reminded just how awe-inspiring Wyoming's mountains can be. The entire 10 days I was in Arkansas, I kept looking for the Ozark Mountains and couldn't figure out, for the life of me, why I couldn't see them. Finally, toward the end of our trip, I asked my wife, where are these Ozark Mountains I keep hearing about? She replied, you're in them, with an amused look on her face, to which I immediately shot back, these little hills? She got quite a laugh at my expense. Though the Ozarks are beautiful in their own right, I guess I was expecting to see more towering giants like those of the Rocky Mountains. As one travels toward Yellowstone National Park's east entrance, they take the only road they can that leads through the canyon cut deep by the Shoshone River eons ago and travels directly between Rattlesnake Mountain on the left and Cedar Mountain on the right. These looming giants act as sentinels, keeping watch over all the travelers going to and coming from Yellowstone National Park. Both mountains, 
being part of the smaller Rocky Mountain subset of the Absorka Mountains, have stood silent guard through the eons. Now, this is supposed to be History's Mysteries and not Geology 101, but bear with me as I tell you how Cedar Mountain fits into my hometown segment and how it has its place among History's Mysteries. Cedar Mountain, also dubbed Spirit Mountain, stands about 7,890 feet tall and is the smaller of the two mountains. Its fellow mountain, Rattlesnake, stands some 1,000 feet taller. Now, it's been said that size doesn't matter, and Cedar Mountain is no exception. Cedar Mountain ranks 17th for mountains on the Wyoming prominence list at 2,480 feet. In fact, Cedar Mountain is the only peak under 8,000 feet that has more than 2,000 feet of prominence. Though it is only 17th on the prominence list, don't feel too bad for Cedar Mountain, as all of the other 16 mountains on the prominent list ahead of Cedar Mountain are over 10,000 feet tall. If one decides it's a good idea for some fun exercise, they can hike over six miles to the summit of Cedar Mountain. From there, an amazing view can be seen that would put the most beautiful beach scene to shame. What is revealed is the Buffalo Bill Reservoir and 12,000 foot tall peaks as far as the eye can see, all winding around the Shoshone River to Yellowstone National Park. Also, being made of coarse granite, Cedar Mountain is sure to remain standing vigil for eons to come, or according to my oldest daughter, until the sun explodes. One of the most amazing natural features of Cedar Mountain is the extensive cave system known as the Spirit Mountain Caves. Now this system was discovered by a bobcat hunter named Ned Frost in 1908. And now there are sections of the caves today known as the Frost Caves. There have been many since 1908 who dared venture into and explore the cave systems, but due to some getting lost and the town of Cody not wanting others to get lost, hurt, or worse, the entrance to the caves were sealed with a thick metal gate and padlocked. Just recently, the cave has once again been opened to the public to explore, so happy and safe exploring, please. It is truly a place of natural wonder. But what about supernatural wonder? According to several reports throughout the years, those exploring the cave system can hear disembodied footsteps exploring in the tunnels alongside them. According to the Shadowlands Haunted Places Index, there are reasons Cedar Mountain has been dubbed Spirit Mountain, and possibly why there are footsteps that can be heard. According to reports, people have gone exploring the cave system, only to get lost and never return to the surface again. Maybe the disembodied footsteps are the spirits of the lost explorers still trying in vain to find their way out. Another theory as to why Cedar Mountain holds the moniker of Spirit Mountain, started over 100 years ago. It is said at that time, and maybe even now, that there were underground geyser systems that were active, and the Native Americans believed the steam escaping holes in the ground was the mountain spirit escaping. Along with the disembodied footsteps, there are reports of those having seen the Little People. The legend of the Little People began with the Crow Native American tribe. According to legend, the Little People are believed to be a race of ferocious dwarves with great powers known as the Nurumbi, or in Crow, the Awakule. The Nurumbi, or Awakule, 
are reported to have supernatural powers and spiritual wisdom that they shared with the Crow and helped shape the destiny of the Crow Nation. The wisdom was imparted to the Crow through supposed visionary dreams had by the legendary Crow chief, Chief Plentiku. These Nerumbi were reported to dwell in the Prior Mountains, but maybe not exclusively, it seems. To add to this mystery, the remains of tiny people that were between 18 inches and 36 inches tall have been found, usually in caves, and especially in Montana and Wyoming. Hey, wait a minute. Cedar Mountain has caves. Eerie. There are a few other possibilities to explain the paranormal phenomena in Cedar Mountain. And what would a mystery in Cody be without the involvement of Buffalo Bill, or more specifically, his corpse? After Buffalo Bill's death in 1917, locals of Cody, Wyoming wanted to bury Buffalo Bill in reverence on Cedar Mountain to forever watch over the town he founded. Rumor had it that Buffalo Bill actually wished to be buried on Cedar Mountain. Now, those familiar with their Buffalo Bill history, particularly those from Cody, know the controversy surrounding Buffalo Bill's remains. Cody, Wyoming thought, and I am inclined to believe them correct, that they had a claim to the remains of the founder of their town, but the people of Golden, Colorado, Buffalo Bill's birthplace, argued that they did. Eventually, through fighting back and forth, Golden, Colorado retained custody of Buffalo Bill's remains. Sometimes my kids fight over the weirdest things, but thankfully not dead bodies. To prevent anything happening to the remains of Buffalo Bill after the incessant bickering, his remains were buried under a thick cement slab in a grave in Golden, Colorado. Rumor has it, however, that some Cody, Wyoming residents managed to steal Buffalo Bill's body and replaced it with a look-alike corpse before those of Golden, Colorado knew any better. Nevertheless, Golden, Colorado believes that they have the actual remains of Buffalo Bill buried under a cement slab. To try and appease the angry residents of Cody, Wyoming, the people of Golden, Colorado gifted Cody a statue of a buffalo to commemorate Buffalo Bill. This statue sits on Cedar Mountain to this day. There is also the grave of Breck Moran, who was integral in the development of Wyoming, and he is buried on Cedar Mountain. The ashes of a local legend Buffalo Bill impersonator, Eb Tar were spread on Cedar Mountain after his death in 2007. Some years back, I read a fun book that is the first in a quite successful series of books by Chris Heimerdinger called The Tennis Shoes Series. The premise of the stories are two friends that find ways back to ancient America and get involved in Book of Mormon history. The first book of this series takes place in none other than Cody, Wyoming. The entrance to the ancient times is in the frost caves of Cedar Mountain, and even the characters of seventh grade English teacher, Mr. Bell, is the same seventh grade English teacher I had. Great job with the research, Mr. Heimerdinger. It's a great series geared for young adolescents and up. So, could the spirits of lost cave explorers, geysers, the Nerumbi, Buffalo Bill, Breck Moran, or Ebtar be responsible for Cedar Mountain's supernatural occurrences? Another fine example of history's mysteries. 
I would like to thank you all for tuning in to this episode of History's Mysteries. And I am so grateful for anyone who does listen to my podcast. I will be continuing with my hometown series in my next podcast and hope that you will join in. For History's Mysteries, this is Justin Zerke.